we can start without the moderator maybe he joins a little bit later on um, yeah first of all thanks for joining the community call uh, let's start and um, let's introduce uh, both projects to both communities um, yeah let's start with Entanglefy and Slava um, yeah can you explain what Entangle is and uh, just introduce yourselves yeah, sure thing. Uh, before I explain Entangle and, and introduce myself, I'd like to give the word to Tristian, the CMO of Entangle. Yeah, sure thing. Um, maybe just a quick introduction. So uh, my name is Tristan. I'm the CMO. And luckily, I'm joined to you by Slava as well, who's a co-founder and our CIO, um, who's our big brain, which will be talking on a lot of the complex topics today. Yeah, and... Um... It's such a big pleasure to be here, and thank you so much, Astroport, for hosting this AMA. I think it's going to be a great hour. Yeah, so just to give a background about Entangle, Entangle is an omnichain liquidity layer that streamlines DeFi by connecting previously disconnected ecosystems. We essentially aim to address the challenges of siloed inefficient liquidity, cost efficiency, and scalability currently affecting both users and protocols alike. So to do this, we have built a unique modular Oracle infrastructure and our native DAP liquid vaults, which each complement each other. The Entangle Oracle infrastructure is cost efficient and on-chain transparent, which can be utilized by any protocols across both EVM and non-EVM blockchains. To really describe it at a very high level, it consists of a decentralized network of entangled keepers and smart contracts powering the on-chain verifiable Oracle secured on the entangled blockchain. The use cases we offer include smart contract automation, cross-chain messaging, and price feeds, where I think our uniqueness lies in it being cost-efficient and modular. So modularity in this context means full customization for builders, meaning protocols can launch their own price feeds permissionlessly or set their own custom security parameters, which no one currently else offers on the, in the DeFi space. So if we look in the context of the product utilizing cross-chain messaging, protocols can now scale cross-chain cost-efficiently through our Oracle infrastructure. This could, for example, be a lending and borrowing protocol, scaling cross-chain, or someone building a token bridge. Another key feature is any protocol, of course, being able to launch their custom price feeds permissionlessly of any asset, no matter if it's a Web2 real-world assets or a Web3 DeFi asset, enabling much greater possibilities within DeFi. But just coming back to the context and purposes of this AMA, which is hosted by Astroport, 
This leads to our native DAP, Liquid Vaults. Uh, with Liquid Vaults, we utilize liquid stake derivatives, aka LSDs, to optimize already existing liquidity of yield bearing assets, such as LP tokens. So essentially, essentially, Entangle is creating a refinancing market of LP tokens through Liquid Vaults by introducing further utility of these, for example, to lending and borrowing protocols or derivatives protocols. Just to take in context of TradFi, if you have like a very, very good bond, you were able to collateralize it for further capital efficiency. But currently, this is just impossible within DeFi. And this is precisely what we aim to solve with Liquid Vaults. So this gives benefits of capital efficiency for the end users, as well as capital retention for DEXs, such as Astroport and expanded products offerings for secondary protocols. Uh, one such example is already live on the Mantle testnet, where through Liquid Vaults, users are able to collateralize LP tokens of a DEX on a lending and borrowing protocol to achieve capital efficiency. So the DEX here is FusionX, and the lending and borrowing protocol is Vendor Finance. So I encourage everyone, please, to check it out on the testnet and see the possibilities. Um, regarding where we are roadmap-wise and development-wise, we are currently live on testnet v3, where we have integrated eight EVM blockchains, with Say and Multiverse X being our first non-EVM integrations. In the next many weeks, we're integrating more and more lending and borrowing, DEXs, Deadripers protocols, and further expanding the capabilities of our Oracle infrastructure. In the last few weeks, we opened up access for community validators, where quickly all 100 slots were filled. We as well have also just opened up our Oracle infrastructure for public testing, where currently we're onboarding protocols and doing a lot of heavy testing. Regarding audits and mainnet-wise, we are slated for audits in November, where we aim to go mainnet by the third week of January. I think that was uh, pretty much a high level of Entangle. I hope uh, it can be well understood by everyone. All right. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did, did you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got a little word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we did. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for the introduction. Uh, I can address myself. I'm Andre, core contributor to Astroport. Um, I, I think I'll I'll pass the word to Stefan to introduce himself and also uh, introduce Astroport. All right. Um, hi everyone. I'm Stefan. Um, similar to Andre, I'm a core contributor to Astroport. Um, I guess quickly about what Astroport is. Astroport started initially on Terra One as the main AMM slash decentralized exchange on that network. Um, in the last, I would say, year and a half, um, Astroport kind of rebranded a bit. It became uh, a decentralized exchange on multiple chains. Right now, Astroport is on Terra 2, Neutron, say, and Injective. Um, everyone who uses these chains can go to Astroport to create new pools with any new tokens they want and then add liquidity um, and start trading. It is pretty much similar to many other decentralized exchanges, but it does have its own, I guess, unique features. Um, one of them being the fact that um, Astroport governance can propose and implement several pool types. 
Um, right now, Astroport has three pool types, um, at least on Terra. Um, so on Terra, there is concentra concentrated liquidity, uh, which kind of concentrates user funds around the latest price in that pool, making it way more capital efficient than the pools that came before it. Um, there is stable swap that is very similar to what uh, you can find on Ethereum, where you can trade assets that have pretty much the same price compared to each other. Um, and then there is the um, kind of first ever pool that was implemented by um, other decentralized exchanges on Ethereum. Um, that is constant product, which can be used for any tokens, whether they are volatile or not. Um, constant product being way less efficient than the latest pool type that Astroport has, that being concentrated liquidity. Um, I guess that's a quick introduction. Th thanks, uh, Stefan. Um, I guess uh, I, I would ask, uh, I would start by asking questions myself uh, before even the, the public. Um, I uh, obviously uh, we've been in talks uh, with Entangle, and from where uh, I saw and understood, uh, for now you guys will basically try to connect um, chains that weren't connected before. <clears throat> from what I saw, you guys initially started with um, mostly EVMs. Um, how do we see like the same um, primitive slash synergies or from what you're building, um, how do you see that coming to Cosmos? Or can we even like connect the EVMs to Cosmos themselves? Uh, um, yeah, I think that would be my question. Yeah, sure thing. Um, that's a great question. Yeah, so first things first, uh, we are going to expand into Cosmos with IBC connectivity as well to enable cross-chain messaging between EVM chains, or Cosmos-based chains like Say, or as well as non-Cosmos, non-EVM blockchains such as Multiverse X. Maybe Slava or the Entangle main profile can answer this question. Oh, you didn't hear me. Uh, I, I did, uh, Sandro. Um, Slava was uh, speaking. Can, can you hear me? Him? Him? I mean, sorry. Can you hear me now? I, I can hear yeah, you. Right? Perfect. Okay. I can hear you. All right. Go ahead, Slava. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Um, so that's a great question about how we can further connect and expand the Cosmos ecosystem, essentially. Uh, because what's important for the adoption of Cosmos is essentially that there is more widespread adoption of access to users. Because currently, we're all bound by the Kepler wallet, which I'm sure all of us use for Cosmos connectivity, uh, please feel free to correct me. And it can rather be a daunting process, right? And uh, while Cosmos blockchains do offer, do tend to offer more exotic products or more exotic yields, I think we also, uh, we also, uh, sorry, we all saw that with, F, uh, with FMAS back in the day when they did their wrecked drop. And as I think specifically for Cosmos, in order to further grow it, we'd really need to think about how we can bring utility to Cosmos-based assets outside of Cosmos, as the user-friendliness of the Kepler wallet and in general with the Cosmos ecosystem is always going to be a hurdle, we like it or not. So there, I think it's very, 
it's very important what we are building uh, an Oracle infrastructure that can connect Cosmos-based chains with EVM chains or other more exotic non-EVM blockchains such as Multiverse X to expand the utilities of LSDs of uh, Cosmos-based uh, chains such as Stake Atom, for example. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say that um, you bring a good point, which is currently Cosmos lacks uh, activity. Um, and and I've, like there is also like there's also there's always like a problem with, uh, of a chicken and an egg, right? Uh, you need more users to attract more projects, more devs, but you also need more devs and more projects to attract more users. So it's it's always not an easy problem to solve. And um, I this is my own opinion, not Astroport's uh, views, but uh, I would say that um, the biggest uh, hurdle uh, we have in Cosmos are I mean. The biggest friction in apps uh, and protocols, I feel like it's always going to be the wallet first, right? And unfortunately, MetaMask can't be used. Um, now, with uh, Leap uh, having the MetaMask snap, that's, that's good. Um, but it's still, it's still not exactly 100% as connect MetaMask and start using um, things, right? So um, I think that's always going to be like uh, of some friction. Uh, I think there are some people already trying to solve that problem and, and improving upon that, even with Web2 solutions to Alt, right? Uh, for example, in Cosmoverse, Sunny, his talk was uh, was great, uh, showing showcasing that. Uh, because even in the on the Ethereum side, like if we talk about MetaMask, we are only talking about existing crypto users. But if we really want widespread adoption, we need uh, like uh, our partners, our parents, like everyone to basically use it. And if we want everyone to use it, they need um, the, the easiest experience. And uh, as um, right now, it's still not uh, an easy way for um, normies to, to get uh, into. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think you, you, you touch on, on a good point there. Um, yeah, uh, great points as well, Andre. Uh, I also think from a protocol perspective, it's very important that we create an Oracle infrastructure, which lets essentially dApps on Cosmos-based chains and EVM chains talk to each other in a seamless way. So what could that, for example, mean that a user could be interacting with MetaMask from an EVM blockchain and interact with a protocol on Cosmos while they don't directly know it just because it's supported by a robust efficient Oracle infrastructure, which allows the relay of messaging back and across. And if we can put more of the tech stuff in the back mind of a user, so they don't really interact with it, I think in this way we can greater expand the Cosmos ecosystem, the user base directly or indirectly, but most importantly, expand the very scarce liquidity, which is on Cosmos, or if we talk about, say, compared to traditional EVM blockchains. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, I think it's currently our jobs uh, as devs to basically abstract away all the technical part and even like uh, the vision would be to even like for users to not even think about chains themselves. Uh, they wouldn't even like know uh, what they're using. If you could get to that, which um, it is a big challenge, but if you can get to that, then Perfect. As a current like IP uh, 
like HTTP protocol, they, they, they currently, like no user of the web understands that they, well, I mean, they don't know what you're using unless you actually know. Uh, and, and that would be a good um, point to get to. So, and, and touching a little bit on that, I can uh, think, speak a little bit more on, on the Astroport side. Astroport has been somewhat a long living project. And that means a lot of the things that we carry today are somewhat uh, decisions made uh, a long time ago, or even um, the tech wasn't available to us at that time. So one thing that we've been focusing on a lot, uh, being basically an MM, um, is and being like a, a DeFi primitive, similar to how oracles are, uh, what you want is to actually have the best um, like developer experience for people to basically build upon uh, on top of what you already have. So a lot of our efforts and focus has been around that, is trying to improve a lot on how our protocol is built so that any project that wants to use our support, it's a lot easier um, to, be, to be done. Uh, and from what I understood, uh, Entangle actually can help leverage uh, LP tokens. So there's some synergy there uh, with our support, uh, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, that's correct. And it's a good analysis. So I think both communities will be very excited about this collaboration and how it's going to look like in the near future. Uh, so far, our community has been very excited with the latest testnet integration on Mantle as well, where users can participate, like Slava said earlier, in lending and borrowing on vendor finance and then take the basis of an LP token on Fusion X for liquid vaults. And through our collaboration with Astroport, and Entangle seeks to expand the utility of these liquidity provider uh, tokens using our liquid vaults on say. So our goal is not to just enhance the capital efficiency of Astroport users and their LPs, but it's also to increase the capital retention for Astroport itself. And most importantly, we aim to optimize the scarce liquidity available currently on say. So users can now stake the LP via Entangle for equivalent composable LSD, which they can then utilize for further DeFi uh, partnerships with like lending or borrowing protocols on say, such as Kryptonite. And by doing so, this allows users to supercharge their yield and create more options for their yield bearing assets. And, and <clears throat> so, and this is all done with a few easy steps. So. For example, a user could provide liquidity to Astroport and then receives an LP token in return. A user would then stake that LP token by Entangle and obtain an LSD, a liquid vault, for example, with a one-to-one -one return. And now the user can utilize this liquid vault for further capital efficiency. So they can now take this LSD and deposit it as collateral at a lending and borrowing protocol to borrow other assets and achieve capital efficiency, or you could also stake on a, on a derivatives protocol and supercharge your yields uh, in multiple ways. Yeah, I think I think one thing that we need more of is um, actions or uh, things to do uh, in the cosmos. Um, like currently, um, there are a couple of projects that are actually building and they are interesting, uh, but uh, but it's still like um, there is a question of what really is out there for users to do and use. Um, and, and that's what we basically need to improve upon. 
so like if we if we want activity and then for um yeah for activity to pick up basically yeah i definitely agree and i think maybe one of the issues that cosmos has had some delays as well is since a lot of us are building our own infrastructure and obviously to build this infrastructure it takes a lot of time since we're not only building native applications we're also having to facilitate uh like essentially the back-end software which is running all of this so I think it will be interesting to see if maybe people can even somehow optimize this process. And I think it's really why a lot of protocols are attracted to layer twos, for example, since they have a large ecosystem growth fund and they have an easy plug and play solution. But the barriers are also there since they're more of a one size fits all and they can't have as much customizability which is why we've actually gone for a Cosmos SDK implementation ourselves. So there's definitely some advantages, but also small disadvantages with the time it does take to build out the infrastructure and your native applications with it. I also think what's most important, I'm not so sure it's especially important for Cosmos, but just in general for the DeFi space, is the fact that we build real sustainable products, which actually makes sense. Let's take the lessons learned from TradFi and actually apply them to DeFi to create something which is backed by real revenue and not inflationary tokenomics giving a 500% APR or whatever crazy thing. I think this will really allow the sustainment of users and communities within Cosmos because they will see things make sense. Liquidity is utilized. It's not just another protocol launching and doing a inflationary APR and then just closing down because in the end it wasn't sustainable and they had to close shop because they didn't raise hundreds of millions. Yeah, um, yeah, totally agree. Uh, I I think um, there was a good point around. So uh, these in Cosmoverse, um, the Stargaze talk. Um, I liked uh, a description of um, what they mentioned Sargaze was. They mentioned it was like four or five startups into one um, because you basically have to build the front end slash product application. You have to build like the indexing service, uh, the API. Then you have to build the chain itself. Um, so he, basically to your point, like there's uh, some couple of challenges that whenever you're building in Cosmos, you basically have to build a lot of stuff. Uh, mainly, it's also because it is highly co customizable. So it's hard to have uh, general purpose tools that help you with that. Um, but also because there's less devs, right? So if there's less devs working in, in the in the space, then there's less uh, people facing the problems and then less or even people willing to solve those problems for other devs. So tooling is something that should and, and can improve a lot. Um, compared to, for example, on Ethereum slash uh, EVM or L2s. So yeah, that, there is a challenge uh, currently. And, and also, obviously, like, for example, if you look at Arbitrum, like the grants they're giving, they're insane. So they can attract a lot of devs uh, there. Um, but at, at the same time, as you mentioned already, um, there are a couple of trade-offs. I like Cosmos, uh, like the Cosmos SDK, it, it is much much uh, far superior um to, to what 
uh, EVMs can give you. But um, as I've been saying, the like sometimes the better tech not doesn't always win. Uh, Linux is the better tech, and Windows won in a sense. Obviously, a lot of servers and most of that stuff is Linux, but for the customers themselves, uh, at least from where I'm from, uh, Windows is uh, was still the most popular, uh, and and we could say that Linux is the better tech. So, so yeah, we we need to really find a way to not be the better tech, but uh, lose kind of, or we don't even have to think as a um, a zero sum game. Maybe there's opportunities for everyone to basically win. But yeah. Yeah, I totally agree on you on that. I, I think also, like, because of a lot of Cosmos apps or dApps, sorry, um, are so into the tech and the deep ends of it, they also sometimes just forget about creating a simple front-end interface that isn't confusing. I mean, if you compare most of the EVM dApps front-end, it's just simple to use. It doesn't require half a brain. You just click, and that's it. Whereas with Cosmos dApps, it's just often a, a, it's just a pain. It's just so tiring to figure out how everything works. And uh, I, I guess that's because often developers are more <laughs> spending time with the, the actual backend stuff and the blockchain work rather than the front end and the design because they always want to create the best stuff. But I also think that we see that with Tezos. I'm not sure how familiar you are with Tezos, but excellent technology. But I mean, try to look at the dApps and generally using the Temple wallet, like it's it's like a rocket science. And uh, if if you even go deeper than that and try to use the Tezos Explorer, I'm sure your head will explode. And I th I think what Tezos has shown that it doesn't matter the best tech you build, because Tezos is also superior to EVM in many ways. But if you can't really make it usable, like to outside of the top 0.001 DeFi DJ community, then no one is ever going to use it. Not even banks. If DeFi DJs can't use it, why would Web2 banks start using that tech, which allegedly it's originally built for anyway, right? Blockchain is really to bring uh, transparency to the current inavailable and often unfair banking industry, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, like if you, if you want more users, you need to, to make it super easy for users uh, to use it and also clear why they should use it. Uh, like um, this might, like this is my own opinion, but uh, I think a lot of users in DeFi are basically say, chasing APYs, right? They want somewhere to put their money and earn money, basically. Um, that's a, a part of the users, and there's also another part that's basically chasing the 10x, 100x uh, opportunity to get rich. I think that's also true. Um, I'm not saying anything that's uh, new here, um, but we need to find more the real use cases. Uh, because even when I talk to normies, uh, and by normies I mean just people outside of the industry, um, they always ask what really good um, problem are we solving, right? And the biggest thing I can like say is just more on the financial aspect, but other than that, um, which is already good enough because you need transparency. Um, we, like we, we've seen how the uh, 
with Robin Hoods of, of this world, what that can do to retail. But um, I think we, we need to really find the way, the things that, so one thing that I like to think about is uh, whenever the web was built, the first websites that were built were basically the yellow pages on a website. Like people were like, they were building websites basically as they were newspapers or magazines, right? So they basically were transporting what they already had seen to the web until they realized that the web has state and you can start clicking on stuff, right? And that's when web two actually appeared. It's when you enabled the new features that weren't possible previously with the previous tech, which was newspapers. Like you can't click on an ad on a newspaper. It's just physical, it's just there. So I think we need to try as best as possible uh, to realize exactly the new possible things we can do that weren't previously possible in the web too. And once we realize that, that's when we actually take off, right? Uh, that's how web two uh, took off. Um, so I like to think about that. Uh, obviously, I don't have the answer. If I had, we were uh, working on, on, on the, that project most likely, because uh, it would be hopefully a success. But that's what we need to really try to get to. Once we have that killer product, um, as for example, social networks also were, uh, then I think we, we take off. Um, yeah, great points. Actually, finding a real use case within DeFi. I think this is really where we're super confident about what we're building at Entangle, a fully modular and customizable Oracle infrastructure, which can connect to any EVM, non-EVM, or Cosmos-based chains. Now, as I mentioned before, we do offer smart contract automation, cross-chain messaging, and price feeds, which can be customized to tailor to any demand. But what I think is really important, especially with Cosmos, as we see that often DeFi, as you mentioned, is there when there's high yields. But when there isn't high yields, then it slowly dissipates. And I think a really good example of that have been Evmos, which gained a huge user traction when they gave out free tokens for the first two months. But then slowly it died out, even though their tech is very impressive with how they uh, managed to build their own version of Ethermint essentially a combination of EVM and Cosmos. And uh, where Entangle actually comes in and bringing more use cases than just DeFi is we can allow any protocols or any banks or any Web2 entities to mint and allow the utility of real-world assets through our Oracle infrastructure. So this is, could be, for example, companies minting their tokens on-chain backed by a token deposit in the real world, or this could be further extrapolated to, for example, carbon emissions credits, which is gonna be a huge, huge thing in the next years as the world is slowly understanding the climate impact and the ways to solve it. Yeah, yeah, a good, a good use case indeed is the, the, pos the possibility of programming uh, incentives of uh, user actions you want people to take. Um, like if we think about government, like when governments, they uh, come out with policies uh, or politics, all that is, is that is basically creating incentives for the outcomes they want. Um, obviously, sometimes they don't 
uh, go the objective they wanted. Uh, but, but that actually, I think, is one of our greatest strengths in our industry, is that we really understand game theory, uh, aligning incentives, and really thinking through it to make sure you, you get at least the goal that you want. If it is the best outcome, then that's obviously sometimes subjective. But yeah, I, 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 I agree. Like blockchains are very good at um, basically kind of forcing is a, is a bad word, but uh, like forcing users to do something through incentive, uh, which, which is uh, interesting as well. Yeah, some really great points. I think maybe a good elevator pitch or comparison I've heard Cosmos to is imagine layer twos as a one size fits all website builder. So like a Wix or a Squarespace. Um, it's really good if you're a beginner and allows you to get things up and running very fast but it doesn't allow for much customizability where if you're a large institution or a large company that needs their own custom website, um, you would typically hire your own in-house developers, which could be a connotation to uh, Cosmos itself. So layer twos, they might be great early on and for people who want to do a simple plug and play solution. But if you really want to build something that's customizable and flexible uh, for your crypto product, then I think we're going to see a lot more tailor-made solutions by uh, teams and in-house developers. Yeah, a clear, a clear example of that is DYDX, right? They basically built directly on L1, then they actually moved to an L2. And then as you reach a, a sufficient, like, a meaningful size, then now you basically outgrow the limitations you had. And now that's why they're, they're kind of building uh, the app chain. And, and I think that that is a, a very natural way of evolving a protocol and moving towards it. Um, it is the most sensible one, at least. Um, obviously, most of the, sometimes you already know right out of the gate that you need to build something highly customizable right away, especially if your product it requires that. Um, but yeah, I think the UIDX is a very good example of that. And it is something that makes me very bullish on, on the Cosmos tech itself. Um, and also, it is very bullish because uh, it will be a huge app in the space where it will bring credibility to Cosmos. And also, um, they will most, most likely and certainly work out some of the UX problems of bringing users in. So we'll all gain from it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that as well, um, matching your uh, analogy. Yeah, I think DYDX is really a green light for what's possible with customizable solutions on Cosmos. And it's something we're keeping a close eye on ourselves. Yeah, what, what I see they have a real advantage is that they already have the users, right? And I think that's also, like we can talk tech all day long, but you need the users. Um, and so they have a huge advantage on that, obviously. Uh, and yeah, we, we need to basically, uh, I think, we, yeah, we just need more users for, for the apps to be used. Uh, because I, I think technology is uh, much more, it's much better and, and available already. Um, but yeah, there's always things to do and evolve and improve. Yeah, I definitely agree. 
Um, we might just have to jump soon as we have uh, some team discussions in a few minutes. Um, is there any maybe community questions that we could answer? Yeah, I think I think that would be great to open the floor for someone to, if they want to ask any questions, uh, jump in. I guess uh, I need Sandro to help with that, giving the permission. I haven't seen anyone. Do you have any questions? Okay. Yeah, if anyone has a question, just uh, request for speaker and you get an invite and you're on stage then and can ask whatever you want. Do, do you have any questions, Stefan? I asked mine earlier. No, we don't have additional questions from the audience, it seems. So if anybody has a question, now it's a chance to raise your hand. Otherwise, I would say we can wrap this up. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot, guys, for joining this community call. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Thank you, dear community of Astroport and Entangle, which are attending here. I see a few familiar faces. As well, thank you so much, Astroport team, Stefan and Andre. Uh, it's been a genuine pleasure being here and discussing Cosmos and uh, Entangle and Astroport and our upcoming collaboration with you. Thank you so much. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's a, it's a very good collaboration. We, we've been working very hard to improve upon how other protocols can work with us. Uh, that's super important if you want to be like the li liquidity layer, similar to how you guys are also kind of are. So yeah, uh, hopefully it will be uh, a pleasure to work with. Yeah, looking forward to it. And thank you again for, to everyone who's come out. Um, it's been a pleasure and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks a lot for joining. Have a great day, everyone. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of pain. It's red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over the impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds, fondue in the morning Forming mycological Bonds. Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary fall Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better a place smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybellines they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your community all these low hanging fruits bearing zero
total liquidity, got a planet in reach Coming standard to each, I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Ten spaces.